Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com, Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. So I guess as we get further away from last week, uh, I'm getting more excited about this Monday night. I'm setting myself up for failure, I believe. Um, two and six facing a very good Cowboys team. But, hey, that's why we watch, buddy. Um, you, hmm. you, you tweeted out a bunch today, a bunch of stats and – one of the scary, things. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But one of the, yeah, very. Oh my god! Of, I didn't one, mean <laughs> coincide with Halloween. Yeah, one one of the things, and and by the way, thanks uh, everybody for understanding that on Halloween night we did not drop a podcast. Um, we did it tonight. Um, but um, one of the things you pointed out that was interesting uh, that I didn't even think about was this is the first time we're going to have Saquon, Ingram, Sterling Shepard who who cleared concussion protocol, and uh, the Golden Domer. Uh, on the field at the same time for the uh, attack, baby. Yeah. Yeah, first time for Daniel Jones. Yeah, first time so, for Daniel Jones. So uh, another option, another thing the Cowboys have to think about. Um, so, hey, listen, I- I'm pretty excited. Let-, let Jones play with all the kids, all the guys he should be playing with, right? Yeah. And it's it's a lot of good weapons, man. You know, Barkley's really good. <laughs> Bangram and Shep and all that. So, uh, hey, let's see. Let's see if they can move the ball in Dallas. It's all going to be about you know, keeping those guys up front off of Jones. And if they do, I think the Giants could have some pretty good uh, success moving the ball Monday night. Um, but that's a big F, bud. Yeah, Demarcus Lawrence, he loves to talk about the Giants. Was he a Giants fan growing up, or what's his deal? Like, he talks so much crap uh, about the Giants. I think he lives <laughs> in New York or something. I think that's his, <laughs> You know, he must be surrounded by a lot of Giants yeah. fans because he lives in New York. But Yeah, yeah, he seems to be a little obsessed with the Giants. He loves talking about them. You know, love talk about Eli. Now he wants to talk about Jones. But I'll tell you what, Jerry. Um, I'll, you know, I'm going to start putting some <clears throat> keys of the game tomorrow on Twitter because we're a day later this week, you know, the Monday night game. Um, but I'm not really, you know, the Marcus Lawrence has got to worry about. But i tell you what, my man. The guy to worry about right now mm. is Robert Quinn on the other side. Yeah, right. He's having a good year. Yeah. Because he's playing like he did his first three years in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, he missed the first two games. Mm. And he is flying off the ball. He got six sacks, uh, numerous hurries. Um, so it's a double, you know, double dipper this week, man. And, you know, Lawrence, of course, is a problem. And Quinn, I expect to be a huge problem for Nate Solo, which basically everybody's been a huge problem for Nate Solo this season. Um, so, you know, I know everybody loves to talk about Lawrence and he's got his big mouth and he's blowing off kids and autographs and he seems to be a little obsessed with the Giants or a lot. Okay, but the guy to watch out for, Jerry, I'm telling you now, is Robert Quinn on the other side. Yeah, I think I think that the concentration on on, on Lawrence is because of the success he's had in the past. Uh, he's just eaten up whoever we lined up over there. Uh, he sacked Eli Manning so many times, it seems, and uh, I, I think that's why we're focused. Plus, he's a big mouth, right? He just talks a lot of crap. Um, but you brought up Nate Solder, so I, I want to touch on this uh, because, you know – it's funny. It's been four days, but the trade deadline came and went, and I was shocked that we didn't trade anybody um, at all. I, I, and I, I know why we didn't, but I was still surprised that we didn't get a good enough offer for Janoris Jenkins 
Um, and I, I'm not so surprised we didn't trade Solder or Ingram. Uh, but I was I was a little surprised that uh, you know mentioned Solder. He was one of the guys on the in the rumor mill. Um, a little surprised mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't trade anyone at all. Yeah, well, from what I understand, the the only one that was somewhat close uh, was Jack Rabbit. Yeah. Um, but a couple of teams inquired about him. Yeah. But they it was an insulting offer to Gettleman, and he wasn't about to unload him for nothing. What do you think Gettleman wanted for him, Chris? I honestly, Jerry, I think he was trying to get it steal a three that yeah. he lost yeah. for for uh, Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence uh, for Lennon Williams. Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure that wasn't really a possibility. I'm sure he threw it out there for a couple of teams that, that needed a corner yeah. that are making a run. You know, like Chiefs. Obviously, the Chiefs are one one team, right? Yep. Uh, the Rams. You know, don't, they got Jalen Ramsey, but you know, they the other corner is gone. You know, Talib is gone. The other right. corner they could have used a guy like Jenkins. And the Rams are in a short window. They're going for it again. So, um, but from what I understand, the offers were really ridiculous, and he wasn't just going to give them away. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you're probably going to cut him in the offseason. Well, first of all, we don't know if you're going to cut him for sure in the offseason, right? I know it's a big cap hit, but I've told you this numerous times, Jerry, and I'll tell you again. They like him. Sherman really likes Jackrabbit. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all of Jack Rabbit's games today, and – He's had a pretty good year. Now, he's had two bad games, Jerry. The Buffalo game and the Tampa Bay game obviously was horrific. Horrific, yeah. Uh, he gave up three touchdowns to Mike Evans, the only three he's given up all season. Uh, but after that game, he's played really well, Jerry. Yeah. He's played really well. So, yeah, he's probably going to be a, a cap casualty uh, next year in the spring. Um, but Gettleman wasn't just going to give him away for a 2027, which was one offer from what I understand. Okay, uh, they like him, and that was the story. So nothing came in to complete that deal. You know, uh, Solar was just something, you know, kicking a can a little bit, Jerry. Um, nothing really close with him, and nothing with Ingram either. Yeah, there was a rumor that the Patriots wanted Solder back. I don't know how true that was. Um, mm-hmm. But with Jenkins, man, you bring up a good point. Like, all right, we know DeAndre Baker. He's the guy, right? We, we think he's going to take the next step. He's uh, had a kind of an up and down season, but I think more good than bad. Would you agree with that? Uh, at this point, yeah, I would go slightly more good than right, bad. Yes, right. I would. But Beal hasn't played. Mm. Valentine's been in concussion protocol and hasn't really, other than return kicks, hasn't played corner since the preseason. Right. And Julian Love, for whatever reason, is not playing. We've all talked about that. Um, right. And I don't want to raise your blood pressure anymore. But, Thank you. But I mean, you know, I get why they kept Jack Rabbit and, and didn't. Trade him for just uh, you know a seventh, right? You wanted to get something for him. I would have thought a fifth was enough. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what was offered, but he didn't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I it's not the end of the world. And you know, Chris, with bringing on Dion Buchanan and bringing on Leonard Williams and not trading Jack Rabbit, I got to ask you a question here, and don't laugh. <laughs> Do the Giants think they're still alive this season? No. Okay. No, they don't think they're alive. They never admit that, but they don't think they're alive. Okay. You know, this is all part of the process, Jerry. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know if they think Buchanan's going to be part of their future. They think Lennon Williams is going to be part of their future. Yeah, they're you already know? talking about signing him, right? Yeah, I mean, they're going to approach Lennon Williams. They're going to definitely try to sign him, you know. Um, listen, we'll get into Lennon Williams a little bit more. Uh, you know, there's a little, you know, misperception about Lennon Williams. That we, I think we should clear up for everybody yeah, when we get into him, okay? Yeah, go do it, do it now. Um, but Buch- want to do it now? Yeah, why not? Okay. 
Um, I, you know, I hear a lot of things. I see a lot of things on social media, even people, you know, tweeting at us. Um, and the perception is that Leonard Williams is a, is a tomato. <laughs> okay. That he's a tomato out there. Explain tomato. Explain tomato, Chris. Okay. A tomato from, you know, where I'm from is a, basically like a piece of, you know, like a uh, waste, you know? <laughs> right. Um, you like that, Jerry. I hear you laughing. I love right? it. Okay. Now let it, I, let I, it love, I love that you assume that. Everybody knows what that means, but it's such oh, a. I'm sorry. It's hilarious, what? dude. It's a hilarious term. Okay, well, Lisa, I know Lisa knows. No, Lisa probably. Lisa knows what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, he's not a tomato. Right. Okay, now this guy is a good football player. Okay, a very good football player. Now, I put it on Twitter again today, and the guy was I forgot who it was who tweeted us, and I and he thanked me. Hey, like, Chris, thank you know. Hey, thanks man for clearing that up. Because I'll tell you why. Because here's the thing with Leonard Williams, Jerry, and I'll, I'll say it again, and you know where I'm going with this. Yep. The problem with Leonard Williams is that he was drafted sixth overall. Right. So he should have he should have had a way more productive four plus seasons in this league. And I agree with that, bud. I agree with that. Okay. Right. But see, people are tying that in with him being a tomato. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) which is basically like, oh, he's just been like a mediocre, really do nothing player out there. That's not true. Right. Leonard Williams is a good football player. I put it on Twitter immediately the other day that he's the best football player on the team. Uh, By the way, way, that that Twitter account was Havoc at House of Havoc. Okay. Oh, oh, actually. Oh, okay. I think I think that's how you pronounce it. H-A-V-I-C. Okay. so Leonard Williams is the best defensive lineman on the Giants right now. Bar none. Not even close. Yeah. Okay. Not even close. He's probably the best defensive player on the team. I agree. Okay. I'll go that far with you. So what I'm saying is he's a good football player, Leonard Williams. Now, has he met expectations of a sixth overall pick? No. No, right. He has not been that type of impact player. Because when you draft a guy sixth overall, what are you expecting? You're expecting like Aaron Donald type production. Not necessarily Aaron Donald, because Aaron Donald's one of the best I've ever seen. But you know what I'm saying, Jerry, you're, in that you're, league. You're, you're right? expecting Daniel Jones. <laughs> like expect- imp- impact. Impact, right. 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 <laughs> you threw me off there. I was like, what defensive guy is Daniel Jones? <laughs> okay, so, but this is a good football play. The Giants are going to approach him. They're going to try to sign him. I can tell you this right now, Jerry, it's only a weekend, or four days in. Lennon William loves it here already. Right. But we'll see what he does the last eight games, and we'll see which way he get him to tax it with him. You know, But they're going to be looking to sign him, Jerry. Chris, no question about when, it. when we get good again, when the Giants get good again, we're going to get shirts made that say, the New York football Giants, we're no longer tomatoes. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, the New York people know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, That's there's awesome. A lot, there's a lot of people out there that they think Lennon Williams is a tomato, right. you know, right. uh, or, or as I say, tomato, you know, right. <laughs> even though right. it's an O. Right. That's fine. You know, uh, um, he's not a tomato. Okay. Uh, he's a good football player. Um, but he just hasn't met the expectations of a sixth overall pick in 25, especially after the career he had in USC, you know? So we'll see, but um, pretty impressive stat today from Lennon Williams. I know it doesn't, I know it's not a sack number, Jerry, but he does have the fifth most quarterback pressure since 2015. Yeah. I put that out there today. Mm. Um, he's in some pretty elite company, you know? Um, so listen, He's got to make those some sacks, though. The excuses of double team and all that crap in Jet, in jet World didn't fly. That doesn't fly with me. It doesn't fly with a lot of people, okay? So let's see what we got. But, you know, uh, starting Monday night, you know, him and Golden maybe line up on one side. We'll see if we could do some things, you know? Dude, beggars can't be choosers, man. I'll take I'll take Leonard Williams. I, the only thing I'm not crazy about is that we traded a three and a five mm-hmm. 
Uh, it becomes a four if we sign him. It, it's, you know, it seems like it's a lot to give up for a trial to see if you want to re-sign the guy. I guess we get first yeah. rights to him, okay? Yeah. But if he turns out to be what they think he can be, then fine. It, it is what it is. Will, will our third-round pick next year uh, be as good as Leonard Williams? Probably not. Is O'Shane Zimenez right now? It could be as good. Uh, as good, no. So, mm-hmm. look, if, if, if you're going to sign him, fine. If they don't sign him, then this was stupid to trade a third and a fifth. Yeah, it's a risk. Yeah. No question about it. It's yeah. stupid, right? It's stupid if they but don't like sign him. But like you said, he's a, yeah, the, the way the defense looks, I mean, who else would you put up there with him right now? Uh, Jabril Peppers, maybe? Maybe. No, I, I, I'd say no. No, uh, no. Jack Rabbit? Nah. Um, Marcus Golden's having a good year. Is he Marcus as good Golden. A, is Marcus he as, Golden being the only one, bud. Right. Is he as good of a player as Leonard Williams? No. Right? Not better all around. No. Dexter Lawrence, probably the only one. With potential, but uh, DeAndre right. Baker potential-wise, that could be really good on this defense. But right now, like you said, Leonard Williams is the best guy. And Jerry, you go to see Leonard Williams a lot on the five technique. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, the, you know well, that's where they need. That's what we always talk about. That's where they need them. A little bit of buzz out of the giant facility, Jerry. Yeah. That I found out today, and I'm not going to name who it was, but. Um, they kind of feel that the Jets maybe didn't use him as he should have been used. Mm. A little bit too much on the one, a little too much on the three, yeah. where he should have been on a five a lot more. And he, you know, a lot of some people from the Giants building feel that that cut down his sacks numbers because he played so much on a three and a one and all that defensive tackle and all that crap. All right. So I'll look for him to be a lot of it on a five technique on the outside a little bit. Um, he will be moved around. He's very versatile, Williams. He could play all three. And Chris just said that today. Chris, yeah. you know what, man? Explain that. Explain the one, three, and five to people. Because I guarantee there's some people that are just nodding and they don't know what that means. It, real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, five is going to be uh, outside the tackle. Right. You know, uh, one is going to be, three is going to be outside the guard's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five is outside the tackle. And one's on the inside, you know, between the guard. Zero is going to be over. The football and one's going to be like between the guard and the center. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so does this does this mean that they're going to line him up at outside linebacker, or are we? I no, know. No. no, no. You're just more, going to see him more of a yeah, four three look when he's out there. I, I don't know. Yeah, you just see, you'll see him outside that tackle, Jerry. Yeah. You know, uh, and then you'll have Golden. Uh, what you know what looks like it's going to have is that you're going to have Golden alongside him at times off that edge. You know. So when they say three four. It is like you've said this before. It really is a hybrid three four four three. What he does, Betcher. Yeah, he's only in a, a real three four like seventeen percent of the time, Jerry. Right. Most times he's in a four three. Everybody focuses know? on that three four four three, but <laughs> yeah. but he's yeah. really doing both throughout the game. Right. I mean, he's mostly mostly. So you'll see Golden. Well, just check it out, Monday. You'll see Golden and Carter with their hand on the ground in a four in a four. You know, in a four two. You know, four two. You know, nickel, all that stuff. You know by, what I mean? By, by the way, real quick, I, you said tomato before. A buddy mm-hmm. of mine loves the way you say Betcher because it's. He said it sounds like you have so much anger in your voice that you can barely get the name out without getting disgusted. He says you say Betcher, and you always say it like. Like it's a force, and I, I laugh my ass off because he's like, I love the way Chris says. But it's funny, man. How many friends of mine are like, Oh, how's Chris doing? I'm like, yeah, He's fine, but you know, they, it's <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, great job last night. Chris is awesome. I love the way Chris says Betcher, and I just I laugh. He's like, He says, but Chris says Betcher like he just so- swallowed sour milk or something. So, well, it's pretty funny. Take it. Can I tell you a quick story? What happened today? Absolutely. 
Well, Betch is up there today, and he finishes his spiel. You know, oh, I love the way these guys work. And the same story, you know. Mm. And he barely finished saying, okay, I'll I'll take any questions. And I already ripped out the first question about what happened with Baker last week. Did you really? <laughs> when, yeah. <laughs> um, with the uh, touchdown to um, uh, Hall, you know, the Lions, the 49-yard first touchdown, a big play. Right. Baker looks like, you know, had the wrong guy, and yep. Thomas came over, and it was too late. Yep. I immediately expect you that, you know, uh, could, you know, coach, could you tell me what happened? It looked like Baker had the wrong read. And, uh, and Betcher kind of looked at me because I said, was it a miscommunication on a back end coach? Again? <laughs> no. Yeah. I didn't say again. No, I could have no, been no. a wise, I could have been a wise, uh, wise guy and said, yeah, again, but I would never do that. You know? Yeah. Um, so Betcher kind of looks at me and he goes, uh, no, there's no miscommunication. So I go, okay. Yeah. He goes, no, nah, you know, you know, uh, you know, sometimes guys, you know, we didn't exactly play it right on that side of the field. And the guys up front didn't get a hand on the quarterback and this and that. And he was, you know, dancing and weaving around. So instead of saying it was miscommunication, he just basically said, well, the guys up front didn't get a hand on the quarterback. And we didn't play it right on that play. Oh, <laughs> All right, because it was obvious that Baker had the wrong read. Yeah. I don't know if there was a miscommunication. Him and Thomas, from what I understand, him and Thomas weren't on the same page. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you can see it. Yeah. Uh, but I think Betch is actually – Betch, who's really a gentleman. Don't get me wrong. Betch is a gentleman. He's really a good guy. But I think even he's getting fed up with this miscommunication. Yeah. <laughs> Talk constantly. And like I was like the first day out of his mouth when I asked him, oh, no, it wasn't a miscommunication. <laughs> okay, oh. coach. So so, what? so what he's saying is either Mike Thomas is really that slow – no, or, what he was saying is that Baker Baker, Baker had the wrong read. Oh, that's what okay, he was okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what he was trying to tell me. That's funny. He was being nice about it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coaching staff has a lot of gentlemen, right? Shermer's nice to you. <laughs> Betcher's nice to you. Got to start winning, that's all. It is what it is. But um, that's good you asked him that. You know, it's, it's funny that uh, that came from you. And, they, you know, he's probably expecting it from somebody. So, um, but offensively uh, this week, like um, – who else on, on the defense? Like the linebackers obviously you have to worry about, right? And you, you worry about um, what looks they're going to give Daniel Jones. You don't worry about Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett's a puppet, right? Um, <laughs> right? I mean, he is. He has nothing to do with the defense. Right. It's all Marinelli. Yeah. It's all Marinelli and Chris was shot. <laughs> and, and, and they've, they've outcoached us for the last, what, three years, right? It, it's It's been schemes that have just killed us from them. It, it's talent is one thing. And we look at the Dallas team and you think, Oh man, this team may go to the Super Bowl because if they get it together and they're healthy, they could make a run, right? They're yeah, that they talented. Make a run. They're, no they're balanced. Offense, defense. I don't love Dak Prescott, but I think he's good enough to make a run. Um, but you, you look at this team and uh, they, they've they've outcoached us. I mean, how concerned are you about their defense against Jones and what they're going to throw at him? Aside from you know the 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 guys yeah. on the line are going to rush him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm concerned about their twist. You know, they, they've really hurt us in the years past. First game, not so bad. You know, yeah. the veteran guys up front, they didn't really hurt us with the twist and everything that, they, that, they, that they've hurt us in the past. But I'm really – they also didn't have Robert Quinn the first game. Right. Okay? So I'm concerned about the two edge guys. Obviously, Jerry, with Lawrence and Quinn coming over those edges. Quinn liked to do some loops. You know, um, they, they're going to have to communicate and pick them up. And obviously, the two linebackers, they're, they're, they're sideline and sideline guys that are really good. Um but, you know, I do feel if Jones has time, if he could get time, that's all. That's what it's all going to be about. Listen, they're going to have to get Barkley yep. going, you know, to free up some time for, for Jones. Um, to me, with the pressure they're probably going to get, mm. Jerry, uh, you got to get Jones out of the pocket more, dude, you know? Yeah, well, they, they, they could run the, um, you know, the, the zone read once in a while, right? 
Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Sherman tried to say today, we're basically in the same offense as Eli. Maybe some more zone reads sprinkled in. Oh, cool. <laughs> I wanted to say, I wanted to say, coach. I mean, I thought, that, I thought that was the idea. As soon as Jones got in there with his legs, we should do it more, right? Yeah, the whole thing was he can't run his offense uh, with, mean, with the stationary Eli. This is what I'm saying. Like, like, how could you actually look at it and say it was basically the same offense? Maybe some more zones sprinkled in. Like, coach, I thought it was going to be a different offense as soon as Jones got in there, right? Yep. You want him more, a little bit more. Get him outside the pocket, The right? funny thing was we saw it in Tampa. <laughs> we saw it in Tampa, right? Yeah. I know, yeah. I know the last play of the game he just he, he took off. But um, he had a touchdown early in that game running that play. That was his first yeah. touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I don't get it. Uh, to me, I've talked about this the last few weeks, that they're going to have to get some zone reads where he tucks it in and goes to keep, this defenses, to keep the defenses honest, Jerry. Yeah. You know, because they won't – the last three games, they really won't go on that zone. They won't really honor it, you know? Yeah, yep. So, um, listen, Barkley, I haven't really liked the way the offensive line is run blocked, Jerry. I have to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think they've really run blocked well. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Barkley, hopefully they get some holes for Barkley up front. Um, you know, maybe Shaquan can get going, get some chunks out there. He, he's, he's basically, I don't think he'll ever be 100% the rest of the season, but he's almost there, Jerry, with the ankle. Yeah, you, that you never are, right? As soon as you heard high ankle sprain, you just yeah. knew like, well, that's, yeah. you know, it's not his year, but he's never going to be the same. Yeah, you know, I actually uh, uh, yeah, I asked Saquon today, and he basically said, no, no, I'm basically good, uh, which means he's basically telling me that he's not 100%, but he's 98. You know, yeah. he's 98%, you know, yeah. so. Um, and on, listen, uh, you play the Cowboys, you know, when they have the ball, yep. what is it, you know, you know, you know, the guy that turns their engine, man, the guy who keeps that engine going is Ezekiel Elliott, you know? Yeah, Chris, so, so along mm-hmm. those lines, you put out another um, really um, eye-opening and I don't know, completely depressing tweet here. Uh, Cowboys mm. offense, total offense, first in the league, 437.9 mm. yards a game. Mm. Passing their third, 291.9. Rushing their fourth, 146.0. Third down efficiency first, oh, which is, bodes well for our defense, 51.9%. I mean, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I'm sitting there looking at this, right, and I, I think, man, I gotta, we got to worry about this defense, what they're going to do to Daniel Jones. And you look at the offense, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, wow. Talk about not under the radar. We know that their offense is good, but those numbers are jump out at you, man. Oh, absolutely, man. It's, that third down efficiency was – that's unbelievable, that number, 51%. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it is. It really is, man. Um, yeah, listen, they get Zeke going, and that sets up Dak's play action, which he loves. He's really effective, Dak, with that play action pass, man. Really effective. Yep. You know, um, if you stop Zeke, then it's not as effective, obviously. Right, but you know, you know, Zeke's got four 100 yard games yeah. already this year. He's pretty good. You know, um, they got their two big tackles back. What a difference it, it uh, that it makes in that team when Smith and Collins play. You know, yeah, but when they don't play, they lose to the Jets. Right, exactly. But um, Amari Cooper is healthy. You know, they're coming off a bye. Um, it seems like the Cowboys have a new giant killer, and it's not even Jason Witten anymore. Now it's Blake Jarwin. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Who basically has two good games a year against the Giants? Yeah. Um. So they're gonna have to do something about him, and obviously Witten too. It's it's you know they're gonna have to outscore him, Jerry. Let's face it. The Giants defense has shown nothing that they could go you know play a team like this Dallas Cowboy offense and shut them down, right? They've they haven't shown that this year. So they're gonna get some. They have to get some turnovers, and they're gonna have to outscore them, bud, to win this game on the night. They have to get creative. Um. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, well, I don't want to be negative. I want to be positive. You know, we, I've gotten some uh, tweets lately that we're negative, and I'm trying. We're, I think we're real, right? I think we're realists. Like, you know, we're two and six. The Cowboys are a good team, and and you know, there's flaws on our team. And you look at it and you say, how can we compete against this? But hey, listen, you know, the, the reality is the Cowboys are very good. They're coming in Monday night. They have a lot to play for. Uh, yep. We seem to be a little in in, in flux. Um, the the one good thing though, and, and this is funny, the other day uh, my wife, you know. She follows the Giants because she kind of is just has to because it determines my mood. Uh, you know, over the last six, six out of the last seven years, I've been I've been miserable. But you know, she said to me like the Jets and Giants, like what's the difference between the two right now? I said the Jets have locker room issues. The Giants are just not good, right? So it, it, from that standpoint, like at least we always have to go back to like the the one positive here is. We don't have the locker room issues. We don't have the, the problems in the locker room. Um, you know, we're just not very good, but we don't have the drama off the field like the Jets do. The Jets are kind of a, a train wreck right now, and I don't want to compare myself to them, but the, the question was asked. I can just at least say that, right? Like the positivity here is we're a tight locker room. There, there's no stupidity going on, and, uh, you know, we're just working on building up talent over the next year or two to try and compete again. Well, I think Lennon Williams said it best yesterday. They asked him. He said one of the differences he sees so far in the two organizations is that his old team let the outside noise affect them. Right. And this team, the outside noise doesn't affect them. Yep. It doesn't seep into the locker room, you yep. know. And I asked Sherman about that today. Did and you? that's a credit. Yeah, I did. Uh, and that's a credit to Pat Sharma, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we're going to say like it is. I, I, you know, I've been critical of Sherman a lot, like you. Um, but, but you know, when he, when he has a positive going on, you have to give him his credit. And one thing that he does really well, and I asked him about it today because, you know, every coach tries this, Jerry, is that he blocks that outside noise, man. It doesn't go in a locker room. These players don't care, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and that's a credit to Pat Shermer. That's a credit to the head coach um, that he doesn't let the outside negativity, which is a lot when you're two and six, yeah. seep into the locker room and get these plays down. And I'm there. I'm in the locker room all the time, but trust me, it doesn't get in there. Yeah, so that, that part of the Giants so. is easier to root for now. You don't have that stupidity. You don't have that nonsense that not only are we bad, but we're embarrassing ourselves. So I I, I feel good about that, as weird as that sounds. So. Yeah, now we just got to go out and get more talent, but because, right. you know, it's all about production in this league. And, you know, it's nice – to have a good solid locker and good character guys. But if you're finishing four and 12 a year, nobody wants to hear that crap, yeah. you know, yep. you know, so now it's all about getting more talent, man, making the right personnel decisions, making the right coaching decisions. I think we have the quarterback in place, right? Yeah. I think um, so too. Yeah. Very happy with that. Yeah. Um, so we have to upgrade talent. We have to upgrade impact players, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, on both. Well, I, you know what, Jerry, excuse me on a defensive side of the ball, we have to upgrade we need impact players, and the Giants and Gettleman and Sherma are hoping they just got one two days ago. You know? Yeah, we'll see. We'll uh, see as soon yeah. as Monday night. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, on offense, we have impact. You know, Saquon, I would consider an impact guy. What about you? Bob, Slight, right? Slightly. Yeah, Ingram has the potential to be a very you know impact guy. Um, you know, Daniel Jones looks like he's going to be an impact quarterback down the road, right? Yeah. In the very near future. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah, hey, listen, this kid Slayton could be an over-the-top impact kid, right? Um, so gets, defense seems is to get better all the time. Slayton seems to improve as long as yeah. he's receiving, right? So um, not not kick returning. 
Right, right. Uh, that doesn't seem to be his thing, you know. But uh, I'm sure we'll see him four more times Sunday. But it doesn't seem to be his. Well, thing. Corey Ballantyne passed concussion protocol, so maybe maybe he's back, baby. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. McGahey, the special teams coach, was saying that today. Uh, we'll see if we're going to put him back there. He is coming off a concussion, so yeah, I don't know careful. if you're going to. I don't know if that's you know yeah. definite, but we'll see. So before we get to the questions, we got 71 replies today. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to give a, a, a congratulations. And a shout out to Danny Dimes, R-O-T-Y, at NYG Burner for getting the trivia question last night correct. I didn't put out a podcast question. I put out a Giants history question. And he got it right in eight seconds. So either he's the fastest Googler ever, because it was three parts to it, um, or he he knew it, which was uh, pretty impressive. So uh, nice job by him. I'm going to transfer your tickets to you tonight, pal. He's a a Dallas fan, right? No, no, he's not. (laughs) I was oh, at the I was in the emergency I was in the emergency room last night when I was uh uh putting out that that question. Yeah, no, your daughter had a sprained ankle. I saw that. Oh, you did see that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you're I, I, I yeah. Well, it wasn't that it wasn't that serious, right? No, no, it wasn't. Oh, it, I know, it, if you would you would have texted me personally if it was something serious. Yeah, it, it was figured, I just I, figured she banged up her ankle. It was uh there was uh, there were three young girls in there who all sprained their ankle trick or treating. Because uh, it was too dark out, and they all stepped in potholes. I couldn't believe it. Uh, wow. we, we went in there, and I, I said, "Are we the only ones here with a sprained ankle?" And they said, "No, you're the third. Um, all, all, all young girls all stepped in like a pothole that they didn't see because it was dark out, trick or treating." And I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." I kept telling her, "You're, you're fine. You know, Saquon has a high ankle sprain. You're fine." She wanted to go to the hospital. X-rays. Oh, she was in that much pain, huh? Nah, a little, yeah. She was in pain, but was, you know, hey, I was. I kept telling her I've sprained my ankle before. It's a sprained ankle. It's not broken, but huh. she wanted to go. Got the X-rays. X-rays were negative, and she has a sprained ankle. So. When, I, when I when I didn't hear from you, I figured that it was just a basic sprain. I wasn't nothing serious. That's yeah, no, it wasn't. But yeah. it was funny. I was sitting there, and I'm in the waiting room, and I'm like, I'll leave. Send out the question now. So. Okay. Anyway, um, like I said, 71 questions. People have complained. Uh, that I go to the same people all the time. But uh, so you know what? I'm going to jump around a bit. I, I go to the same people to be loyal because they're loyal listeners. So I will make an attempt to go to some people that I haven't gone to before. But when I do that, you get questions like this from Tucson at Tucson 2. <laughs> Why do we suck? <laughs> all right. Uh, next. Johnny, J- Johnny Jeep at Johnny Jeep 4. I was expecting more from the new and rookie defensive players the Giants incorporated under their roster. The defense is obviously bad. Is it the players, the schemes, or the coaches? We think it's both. We've, we've kind of answered that question before. Uh, it's both. And, and Chris, to Chris's point all the time, he says it over and over again, and he's right. We need more impact players. Uh, here's one. Maybe a relative of yours, Chris. Matthew Mazzucchetti. <laughs> What's your favorite offensive scheme you see around the league that you wish the Giants had, Chris? I bet he knows what tomato is. He probably does. <laughs> <laughs> What's my favorite offensive scheme? Yes. Oh. Um, that you wish the Giants had. That I wish the Giants had. The zone much. read. We never see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to think. I, I kind of like Kyle Shanahan, what he's doing. He's like he's pounding and running, and then he's doing some other things. I like what he did last night. Um, Dude, how, how great will it be if they play the Patriots in the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots with Garoppolo? Do you think? Wow, do you think, that would be something. Do you man. think Belichick just says, "That's it, I'm coming home"? Is that enough? I yeah, mean, keep keep dreaming, <laughs> keep dreaming. 
Uh, favorite offensive scheme? Yeah. Well, one of them is McDaniels, man. I love what he does. Yeah. With, with Brady, you know. Um, he's a guy who's who, unfortunately, is being judged on his Denver time, but I think he's ready as the next coach. Yeah, and I love Sean Payton what he does too. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I love Sean Payton what he does. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, Jerry, one guy, man, who who's really starting to impress me. Yeah, is that Kingsbury man in Arizona? Now yeah. he totally screwed up last night's game in his game management decisions. Yeah, we've heard that before somewhere, right? Yeah, and you said it's this is a rampant problem in the league, folks. Let me tell you about Eufy Video Lock. It's so easy to install; even a Philly fan can do it. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, and no drilling is required. You get keyless entry, so there's no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full, and never worry about the kids losing the keys or passing them among the renters. You have 0.3 second fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking. With an AI self-learning chip embedded, the more you use it, the more accurate it will be. And there's no more battery anxiety. You get a rechargeable battery that could last around four months and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. You get passcode unlocking and a remote control with 2K clear sight so you can see who's at your door and control it from anywhere through the app. With enhanced night vision, you can have an optimized view even in the evening. You can secure your package delivery by the view and with two-way audio and more good news folks with the eufy video lock there is no monthly fee so unlike other brands that charge that monthly fee you can have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage eufy's customer support is on standby for you 24 hours a day seven days a week so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty which is all backed by their professional customer service team you can contact them anytime by telephone email or live chat folks i absolutely love the eufy video lock it has made my life so much easier like when i'm lying in a recliner and a philly fan or a dallas fan comes to my door i don't have to do a thing i can just sit there and watch it on my phone i don't have to answer the door so that's eufy video lock or visit eufyofficial.com backslash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door eufy video lock thank you folks brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is. You're right. <laughs> Uh, but what he does offensively, I tell you what, some of the things he does, I, I, it's pretty impressive, man. I, you know, it's pretty impressive. He's one of those guys that I kind of like, too, one of his young minds that I kind of like. And obviously, obviously, I like what Sean McVay does, too, man. Yeah. Zachary at Zachary3596628. Dude, you got to change your Twitter name. That's terrible. I told Kyle Johnson this. He changed it. Don't do the numbers like that. Come on, man. You're better than that. Honestly, I'm just shaking. At oh, the why are you ripping the guy for? Well, I mean, it's a stupid name. You're you're better than that, Zach. Because you got a good question here. You got to change your Twitter name. Honestly, I'm just shaking at the idea of us still getting out coached when we walk into Dallas. I mean, MetLife on Monday. Can you suggest any ways to watch a Giants loss while having an okay time? Something I can do while at the TV, or like a jersey to snuggle with, or something. Thanks. Is that a question? Yeah, he's basically saying, like, while I'm watching the Giants lose, what can I do to pass the time and have a decent time rather than just sit there? I mean, there's a couple things. One is if you're not driving, there's alcohol. Uh, You can just you can sit there and drink. 
and have a good time with yourself or with others. And, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, the other is, uh, yeah, I used to, I would have. This ought to be good. I would have like Giants Among Men at the ready, right? So Giants Among Men was the 86 championship VCR tape. Now that you have a smartphone, you can, you know, be a little more creative. But I would have that ready. I'd have it in the player. And if the Giants started really getting killed, and this is like the Ray Hanley years where you just knew there was no hope. And later on in Dan Reeves, I would just, you know, during commercials, I would play Giants Among Men. So at least I was watching something, watching some football. I don't know, what, I don't know about you, Chris, but that's No, nah, I, I think you handled that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's creative. Uh, Chris, here's a question we haven't heard yet from Ryan Doyle mm. at, at O'Doyle underscore rules. It sounds nice. like a relative of yours. Nice name. Yes. Why is Julian Love not getting playing time? Can he be worse oh. than Bethay or Chandler? Either. Listen, I've addressed that. No, I'm never going to go there again. I know. I just had to ask. Uh, wow, this name. I don't even know what it is. Tiziak Malley at TizzyU89. Should we take off? Should we should we take our starters out already? No, we should not. No. Come on, guys. This is why we go to the Dubs Dribbles and the Sean Folks, Allen's. For the new people. I, the new people are yeah, terrible. The new people, right come now. on, let's go. We gotta get better Jeez, questions. This is brutal. Chris is gonna text me soon and say enough with this. He's gonna do it soon, right, guys. I'm telling you. Um, uh, Keyshawn. <laughs> Why am I a bad guy? No, no, but I, I guarantee this text is coming within the next ten minutes. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> the dynasty goat at the dynasty goat. The biggest issue I see with Daniel Jones is pocket presence and feel for the pass rush when he's looking downfield. Is this something that can improve with experience or is it instinctual hashtag buffoon crew? I don't know, man. It's the one thing Cutcliffe couldn't fix. I think it's more yeah. instinctual. Yep. Uh, we've yep. said it before. I like that he looks downfield and he doesn't feel the rush, but it's also his worst quality because sometimes it's a little too late when he gets hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you know, protection of the ball is something you could teach over and over, right? Yeah. I've seen guys get better protecting the ball over the, you know, guys that had you know, kind of loose with it early in their career, but pocket presence, man. Um, that's something that's, you know, you really can't teach that, you know, you can't teach that. So hopefully he gets better at it, you know, um, because that is something that they concern Cutcliffe, like you said, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, we'll see, but no, that's something, you know, you can't teach that, man. That's like, uh, that's like speed. You know, you can't teach speed. You have it or you don't, you know? Yep. So well, we'll, we'll put, see. Well put, buddy. Oh, thank you, man. I was doing a little baseball in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the Speed way, the how line. great is it that the Washington Nationals let Bryce Harper walk to the Phillies and they won? That's awesome. It is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. $30 million a year, boys. Congratulations, Phillies. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Like, I feel like the Yankees won the World Series when that happened. I was so happy. Well, at least uh, you found a team you could hit their bullpen, I guess, huh? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Nice. A little shot at the Yankees. A little bit. Yeah, yeah sure. No, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's like third on the list. It's it's Giants, Rangers, Yankees. Jeff Muller at J. Muller. In, my, in the sports life, it's Giants, Rangers, Yankees in that order. They're third on the list. Oh. So it doesn't bother me as much. Rangers bother me a little more. Giants, it's life or death, pal. Jeff Muller at J. Muller 219. Longtime listener, first time caller. With the coaching staff making such obvious mistakes at game management, I can't help but feel they're more worried about next year's draft and DJ going through adversity. 
Hashtag Bafunker. I don't know. I just think they're not very good at calling the game at all, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, nobody's making decisions thinking about next year. <laughs> Assad Merchant at Assad Merchant 33. Halfway through the season. Good question. Which Giants player has surprised you the most with how well they've played? And which Giant has been a total disappointment? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Hell of a question, Assad. Nice job there, buddy. So, Chris, you first. Which one has surprised you the most? In a good way. And which one has been a disappointment for you? Surprised me the most, I would say maybe Marcus Golden. I didn't quite know what we were getting with him. That's good. And he's been and he's been really good. My you know? su- my surprise good is Darius Slayton. I didn't know he'd be that this good. Okay. Um and what was that, Jerry? Uh, who's, who's the most disappointing for you? Disappointing? Yeah. Oh man. I hate to say it, but there's a few. Um but they Yeah. Um BJ Hill. Yeah. Oh, that's such a um, good I got such a few of them. Sorry. That is um, such a good one. Uh, Nate Solder. That's mine. That, that's mine. I didn't think he'd be that bad. This yeah, year. I, thought, bad. I thought once he got better at the end of the year, he mm. might do it again where he struggles early and gets better, but he just mm-hmm. hasn't gotten better. And mm. it's already, what, week nine? I, I, yep. I would go with him too, man. Those are, that's a good one, Chris. All right, uh, this is someone who's asked before. Angelo Pasalacqua, another uh, relative of yours. Is it fair to say Lorenzo Carter is a rotation guy and priority one next season is pass rusher? I'll go first there. He's not a rotation guy. He's just not, as Chris says, an impact player, right? He's, hmm. he's good enough to start, but he's not the guy. He's not the main guy. He's not the guy you worry about. We're hoping Leonard Williams can be one of those guys. They need another impact guy who can rush the passer that you have to worry about. And once they do that, then a guy like Lorenzo Carter, maybe even B.J. Hill, definitely Dexter Lawrence, will help out tremendously. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. He's a starter on his team, no question about it. Um, but like you said, Jerry, he's got to kick it up second year now. It's, you know, year and a half in the league. Yep. We need more out of Carter, man. Yeah. We need more. He's played a little bit better the last few weeks, but we need more out of him. I don't look up. He's one of those guys that will keep an eye on, Jerry, the last – eight games, you know, the second half of the season to, you know, kind of play much better, man. You know, and you can feel a little bit better about going with him going into year three, you know. I want to see more out of him, Jerry. I want to see more out of him. Yeah, I agree. Great show, guys. Oh, this is uh, Chris at 5-6-G-Men-64. Great show, guys. You have had a, a rough few weeks, as, uh, as we all have as Giants fans. But let's make ourselves feel better. Give us your top five worst NFL organizations than the Giants or the NFL teams you would never want to be a fan of, excluding the Giants. You want to try this? Uh, NFL team never want to be a fan of? Well, like, I, let's, go, let's go. Let's go. Fi- okay, so five worst. The Jets are on there, right? The five worst? Yeah. Oh, oh, um, five worst than the obviously Giants. The Bra- uh, obviously the Browns. Yep, Redskins. Uh, oh, wow, right, man. Right, yeah. Well, right now, the Redskins, they are a total mess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I gotta think. What other? I'd say Dolphins. Hmm. Yeah, they've been. They haven't. They haven't been. They haven't won a Super Bowl since the seventies, right? Haven't been in one since the eighties. Yeah, so the Dolphins is one of them. And, too, and they've been bad for a while. Like they've gone to the quarterback carousel. Yeah. They, they passed on <laughs> yeah. Drew Brees and chose Dante Culpepper. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. And then one more. I don't know. I gotta go through the teams. Yeah, but those are four right there. Yeah, no question about it. I, I, would, I guess I'd rather be a fan of the Giants than the Raiders. Um, Overall. yeah, they've been down and out a while too, but oh, they look like you know, maybe they're starting maybe to turn a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that's close. Uh, the other four, definitely, you know, especially the Jets. Holy crap, them yeah. and the Browns, my god, you know, so yep. 
Happy birthday to well, Wayne. The Browns, probably, Jerry. The Browns have turned this thing around this year. So they look like they're going to go to uh, Miami for sure in February. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, real quick, we both liked Baker Mayfield. So I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, act like Francesa and say I never said that. But the one thing we both talked about was that attitude, right? And, and mm. I like that he had a chip on his shoulder because, you know, when people tell you you can't do something, I admire somebody who says, screw you, I can, and make something of himself. Mm-hmm. But he had it to the crazy degree, like he's, you know, grabbing his crotch uh, when they wouldn't shake his hand. And he just did a lot of things where you're like, oh, it's a red flag, man. And yep. now look at him, right? Well, that was the concern we talked about. We love this talent, right, Jerry? We did. We both we liked loved this it. talent coming out. But, but we both expressed our concern about his attitude. He was also arrested once for some stupid act, which listen, nobody's perfect. We know that. And we said that back in the, back in the, you know, when we talked about the draft last year, you know, but the most disturbing part about that, Chris was the police officer caught him like quickly. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a college athlete. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously it wasn't Eli Manning. To, to right, but right. Oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. I'm only kidding, Lisa. I'm only kidding. So, um, listen, it was definitely a concern with his attitude. It was alarming. It was a red flag in my eyes, and you're seeing some of that come out, man, this season, right? Yep. Yeah, so. 100%. All right, we are going back to some of our uh, standard guys. Uh, Sean Allen at Spa 32 Blue for Chris. What's for the Chris. Vi- for Chris. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the vibe in the locker room with the players? Example, two weeks ago after the Cardinals game, Golden Tate sounded pretty frustrated. Do you think mm-hmm. he regrets coming here? Or do you think it was a frustration no. with his plate, with the um, the play calling, et cetera? So, so he says. So he says. Curious for a sense of the players' mood at two and six. Um, still pretty positive, man. They still feel they could win some games. Uh, it's it's not down. You know, Golden Tate. That that thing with Golden Tate was right after the game. You know, and he's one of those guys that takes losing, you know, extremely extremely hard. You know, so. Um, but no, listen. The attitude. I, I give. <laughs> Listen, I give Sherman credit for this, man. It's amazing how these guys are still on the same page and are still busting it. You know what, Jerry, and trying to win games. Yeah. Now their talent is preventing them, and Sherman is preventing them (laughs) from doing that. Okay. That's hilarious. And you could throw Betcher in the mix too, you know. Um, But as far as attitude wise, it's still pretty, pretty upbeat, bud. It really is, man. Listen, I would tell you, dude. I'm around. I was, I was amazed today talking to Evan Ingram and talking to a few guys today about it, you know, and they're like, yeah, you know, we feel we could go on Monday night, you know, and that's a credit to Sherman, man. It really is. Dude, it's so funny. They would win games if it wasn't for their talent, their coaching, (laughs) and the game management. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, talent talent is the main reason, right? We we all know that. Yeah, yeah. And then then you could throw in the Sherman betcher factor. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, we'll we'll go, we'll do like um, maybe six to eight more. And then we'll get to our picks where you are lighting it up. Uh, Texas wine lover. Oh, politically correct question. Can't go there, buddy. Uh, the Hinoceros is my spirit animal at Dub's Dribble. In true buffoon crew fashion. I really want Williams to be the star, the spark that sparks this, that starts this defense up for the rest of the season. Yeah, mm. all, all of us do. Do you see that happening or will we still continue to wallow in mediocrity because of the lack of impact players or better? He's not going to turn the defense around to, you know, a top 10 unit by himself. He will help tremendously. I think right away you'll, you know, George Young used to say, if you watch the Giants defense and knew nothing about football, all of a sudden you're going to see 56 running around and say, who's that? Well, because of the lack of talent on this team, 
I think you might be able to do that with number 99 now. I think, I'm not comparing anything, but based on who he's going up with, I think you're going to see Leonard Williams making an impact right away, whether it makes the Giants' defense a lot better. No. I think, the, you know, they'll be a little better, but they need so much more. Yeah, I think he's going to add a spark, Jerry. I think you hit it right on the head. He's going to make him a little bit better. No question about it. He's going to add a spark up front, but they just have too many holes, bud. So they're not going to turn it around, you know? Yeah. Unless Len, unless Leonard brought with him two linebackers and, a, and two safeties, you know, and, and you know, and, but uh, um, but he's definitely going to spark him. But uh, speaking of the old Giants that you mentioned, Lawrence Taylor, a second ago, can yeah. I get off subject one second? Oh, I love you know, I, 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 lo- I love when you go off subject. Okay, um, did you hear Belichick talk about Banks today? Yes, it was incredible. I, I saw your uh, your tweet. But on it. but the point of the story was uh, the point of what I'm um what I'm going to mention is that Jerry the. Is it me, or do you hear that excitement when Belichick talks about the old Giants, man? Dude, I said that five years ago, and Barstool picked up my interview and murdered me for it. If there's one place he would go, it's here. I I agree, Chris. I'm with you. He talks about the Giants like it's his old neighborhood. It's funny because what happened was is that, you know, Belichick was on with Popper and Charlie Weiss, you know? And Banks, you know, Popper does... <clears throat> the Sirius XM, you know, radio in the morning from the giant facility, you know, yeah, yep. and Weiss is in Florida at his home. And they're on like three, four times a week in a, the opening drive, you know? Yep. So what happened was that Banks jumped in, <laughs> in the booth with Papa. Yeah. When, as soon as, as soon as he heard Belichick was going to be on, you know? Nice. And, and I don't know, obviously, you know, the rest, you heard what Banks said, but Jerry, was it me? Or did you hear that excitement in Belichick's voice talking to Banks? It's always that way, though. Like, in, in any interview, when he brings up the Giants, it's like there's a tear in his eye or something. I mean, and, it's, he it's just, crazy. He loves them. He, he just – he loves the Giants, man. So Belichick for, loves the Giants organization. He loves everything about Carl Banks and the old Giants. Harry Carson, you know. He he loves – he uh, you know, he st- – listen, Jim, I put this on Twitter a few times, and I got this, you know, from Banks. Yeah. Um, Belichick still teaches his linebackers things that Banks did back in the day. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and which is truly remarkable. Yeah. You know? And how um, good must how must that make Banks feel that the it, he loves it, dude? Yeah. Dude, he loves it. He loves Belichick. You know, the only guy that a Giants fan or, or something like that doesn't like Belichick is the guy on the other side of this microphone. That's not true. You. No, that's not true. Right, so no, that's um, not true. But. but just to hear tired of the Patriots, dude. I love. I would take Belichick tomorrow. Love him. Just to, I'll break you to chops. Okay, okay. Just, just what? No, I said okay, cool. Uh, just to hear Belichick, that little excitement, right? Jerry, I was like, oh man, Bill's still a giant of heart. He could have fifty-seven Lombardi trophies in New England, Jerry, which yeah. he, which he might have before he finishes it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you, but he, you could just sense it, right? But he still got that special, the special place in his heart for the Giants. It's yeah, hundred percent. And that's why I, you know I, I half joke when I say if the 49ers beat him, that's the one thing that could anger him enough. Where you know there was something that happened in that organization with Garoppolo and the ownership, and and or or, or Belichick wanting to keep Garoppolo and the owner. Be, yeah, Brady did right. So yeah. and being loyal to Brady, you know that was a thing. So yep. I just can see, I would, I mean, that's my, uh, that's my doomsday scenario for the Patriots <laughs> that they lose to the 49ers. Belichick gets pissed off enough to say, that's it. I'm out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, John Maris says, Hey, come home. Uh, but real quick, before we get to the next question, I got another bank story for you uh, from a buddy of mine uh, who worked with uh, Tony Dorsett years ago in a, in a sports marketing capacity. 
and he was talking about, he got on the subject of the Giants, mm-hmm. and Tony Dorsett said, you know, we ran at Lawrence Taylor. Everybody thinks you run at Lawrence Taylor to neutralize him, and that's half true. But for me, and this is Tony Dorsett saying this, mm-hmm. for me, I wanted no part of Carl Banks. He hit mm-hmm. you harder than any linebacker I played yeah. against. Yeah. And I was like, that's um, cool. Listen, Jerry, um, Eric Dickerson, um, I reached out to Eric Dickerson via email because, you know, um, there's some guys, um, there's some people in our PFWA, you know, the you know, yeah, yeah, Football yeah. Right Association, yeah. that are making um, a case, I should say, uh, for Carl Banks in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'm not I don't, I'm not blowing smoke up my you-know-what, but I'm one of them, okay? Yeah. You know that, Jerry. I told you. Yep. Um, and Eric Dickerson reached out to him, uh, email, and, you know, he's one of the guys who responded saying about how <clears throat> when he played against Banks, they would not run at Carl Banks either. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, now you're telling the story, which which actually calls, told me that Dorsett actually told him that once too, because we wouldn't run at you. We, we were more worried about running at Lawrence. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, more, running, more worried about running at you than Lawrence. Right, And right. you just, you just, you know, said the same story, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, the point funny. being is that that's how good Banks was, you know. Yep. Um, and uh, it, to me, it's a guy that belongs in the Hall of Fame. And hopefully he gets there one day, but you know, well, hopefully he does. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, Frank Seattle, we sort of answered your question already from someone else. Thanks for chiming in, pal. Uh, Patty F at Scorpio nineteen sixty eight. Does Williams get a sack Monday night, Chris? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Here we go. Good question, Vince Bucciolato. I mean, a lot of my cousins. Are I there. know. My God, it's like a, it's like a reunion. You keep saying Shermer hasn't lost the locker room, which yes. But how does losing the fan base affect his chances to stay on next year? Good question. Good. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Oh, Chris, I mean, his family. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, I guess so. We all, we all think alike. But that's a, that's a very good question, man. Um, listen, you know, uh, you lose the fan base, you know, you're going to lose the head coach, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, listen, I, I've talked about this before. These last eight games to me are very big for Pat Shermer. Um, that Jet game next week is going to be – very big, okay. It's gonna. It could determine both coaches, you know. Um, I, I tell you what, Jerry, man, uh, if, if, if that case, uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out of the building about him already, man. Yeah, and he so wasn't. We'll, he wasn't the GM's coach, right? Or the, uh, the GM uh, came in afterwards. Uh, yeah, no, no. Douglas came in in July, right? Yeah, so he, yeah, he, he like, was there's, there's almost like no yeah. loyalty. It's oh, I don't know. Yeah, man. well, Douglas is his guy, you know. Um, but. Listen, there's some stuff coming out of there, but that's their problem. Um, if the Giants smoke him, Jerry, you know how the Giants, like I told you, that the Jet game is big for Sherman yep. next week? Yeah. This Dolphin game is big for Gase yeah. this Sunday. Yeah. Big. Yeah, I agree. This is like a 1-6 a team. You can never say well, this is a must win, right? I mean, this season's basically done. We know that, right? Yep. But for Adam Gase and the Jets, this is a must win for, for them against Miami. Because Miami's 0-8, bud. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I hate to say must win against the Jets in two weeks, Jerry. But it better be a very – if they lose to the Jets, it better be a very good performance in the loss. Okay? Yeah, yeah you're right. Because yep. that could really, really hurt Shermer if for some reason the Jets beat up on the Giants in a couple weeks. Yeah. Two more. You agree with, you agree I, with that, Chris, bud? a thousand percent. I, I couldn't have said it better. I, I, I don't I, know if I'm – sometimes, sometimes I overthink things. and You know, I, you know that's why I – I, you know, I like to ask different people if I'm overthinking stuff, you know, so. No, never. No, I don't think so. 
Um, Chris no longer in St. Pete. In your personal opinion, would you prefer the Giants lose out and guarantee a top five pick? It's not a bad question. Uh, or would you rather finish the last eight games four and four or better or fall outside the top ten? I don't. I can't root for my team to lose unless it's like week seventeen, and it means they're getting a Lawrence Taylor type player. Then I, I right. would never root against them, but I just would not care. So I'd rather see him win. I'm tired of losing, man. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a living living a moment type person, Jerry. Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, let's lose out. You know, it doesn't guarantee anything anyway. You know, yeah. uh, top picks have been bust, right? Yep. Um, to me, I'm like, all right, let's look. What's the next game on the schedule? Okay, Dallas, let's win this game. What, what do you have to do to win this game? What's the next game after that? Jet? You know, that's the way I am. I don't like this. You know, oh, let's lose out. Yeah, no. And being, nah, that's not the way, you know, uh, you know, that's not the way it operates in my eyes, Jerry. I know a lot of fans feel like that. I understand it. And I understand, Jerry. A lot of fans are, let's lose out. Let's finish two and, you know, and get uh, Chase Young, you know, maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, but no, to me, it's game by game. Let's win this game. Let's win this game. And, and wherever the chips fall, the chips fall. All right. Two more because they're actually really good. Mark Kelly at Mark4212. Well, finally an Irish guy. Yes. A relative of mine. Top of the morning to you. Haven't seen <laughs> anything on Bill this week. Is he coming back? Also, it's two good questions from him. Can they move Grant Haley to a hybrid safety role? They can. A hybrid, you mean a hybrid linebacker well, I guess, slash I guess, safety? I guess that's what he means. I, I no, he's too, he's too small for that, Haley. Well, maybe, or, or, or how about this? Can they move Haley to a safety role? Because he's such a good tackle. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's just that big, you know? Uh, then, I, I don't yeah. I don't see that. Um, listen, you still got to cover as a safety too, man. But uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that. He's not really a, he's not a big kid to play safety, man. Um and what was the other part, Jerry? I haven't seen anything on Beal this week. Is he coming oh, back? Oh, well, listen, we're all expecting Beal to be active Monday night, but they have to Wednesday to decide, so he might not want to make a roster move yet. Me, personally, I think you'll see Be- you'll see, uh, you will see Beal Monday night. Actually, I'm going to go two more. Sorry. Now, starting now, two more. Curtis Taylor at CurtisD0101. What is <laughs> what is you guys' favorite game day meal and beverage? Chris, do you have a, fam- a favorite no. game day meal? Okay. No, I really don't. No, I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, I don't either. I whatever the. What's your uh, corned beef and cabbage? Uh, Chris, I hate corned beef and cabbage. You do? I, I don't care how many Irish people come at me for that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. You know, you know how you call people Northeast fraud? You're like an Irish I'm an fraud. Irish fraud, whatever. <laughs> I'm more Italian. That's the best part. I'm Irish in name only. The funny thing is, that's the one meal my wife is a phenomenal cook. And if you've ever met me, you understand. She is a phenomenal cook. The one meal a year I don't eat is St. Patrick's Day because she makes corned beef and cabbage. I'll order out. I hate it. So there you mm. go. So favorite game day meal, whatever she makes, and beverage, eh, whatever. Whatever's in the, uh, whatever's in the, whatever's the, whatever the kids have in the fridge that I can mix with vodka. <laughs> uh, Joey Z. All right, last one. Joey Z at Molten Centra 81. The intro song to your podcast is from Giants Among Men. Yes, it is. Is there a story behind you choosing that particular song or just a random one that you like? I don't know, man. You know, yeah, there is a story. Yes. Yes. In the Giants, um, <laughs> the Giants Again video of 84, um, when they came back against the Kansas City Chiefs, they played that song, that tune, before they played it on Giants Among Men. And that was the first game I went to. They, they were losing 27-14, and they came back to win. Uh, twenty eight, twenty seven, and mm. that's why I, that's why I love that that tune. So there you go. 
big also. A little emotional attachment. Uh, a little bit. I, I hear that, and I think of the Giants-Chiefs game from 84. First game, mm. sat in the mezzanine. They did the wave back then. I was amazed. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, and, wow. that's where we're, and that's where we were turning it around, brother. That I know. Year, you know. I know. I know. All right, so picks. Let's go. Um, you are now nine games up. I'm embarrassing myself. On a, uh, I'm nine games up? On a, on a weekly basis now. Yeah, Wasn't you, I just four up? I gained five. that much? You were five. You gained four. You had, wow. you had the Eagles winning, which... And you can't blame me bullying you on the Jaguars. Nope. Nope. The Giants I had like a, like a buffoon. You are slapping me all over the field right now. So <laughs> it's week nine, though. There's time to come back. I had the 49ers last night. You had the Cardinals. So that's a plus one for me, right? Would you stop cheating? All right, so you're up nine. Let's for real now. One o'clock. No, sorry. 9.30 a.m. Sunday. Texans at Jaguars. I'm going first, Texans. Uh, I'll agree with you. I like the Texans. I'm not not being bullied into that. (laughs) Uh, This one's going to suck. One o'clock. Bears at Eagles. Do we have any faith that the Bears can beat them? Um, Yeah, I have faith they could beat them. because Maybe the defense will get about four turnovers, but I'm still going to go with the Eagles. So am I. It sucks to have to go with them. Deshaun Jackson, I believe, is playing Sunday, too. Yeah. Oh, God. Vikings at Chiefs. I tell you what, man. You love that Matt, Viking team. I'm going to go with the Vikes again, man. I'm going to go with the Vikes. Matt Moore still quarterbacking, huh? Yes. I want to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Vikings, too. Sure. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs uh, can't lose at home again, could they? Vikings it is. Colts at Steelers. <laughs> Colts at Steelers. Colts. I tell you what, my man, I'm going to go with the Steelers. What, the charity? You're giving me some games I don't back? like the Colts without uh, T.Y. Hilton. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers at home. I'm going Colts. I'm not a believer in the Steelers at all. I'll be able to They almost lost to the, Dem- the Dolphins. Here we go. Game what of the week. They almost lost to the Dolphins. They had a one bad quarter. Game of the week. Jets at Dolphins. <laughs> Jets. Really? Adam Gase, can't, Adam Gase can't lose this, could he? I'm going Dolphins. Woo! Sorry to my Jet fan buddies. who I'm going to go listen. Jets at a close one. I know they listen. Le'Veon Bell, big game. I'm going Dolphins. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll be up 11. Yeah, probably. Redskins at Bills. Bills it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. Too. Going out on a limb. Titans at Panthers. Carolina. Uh, yeah. I'm going Titans. Sure? I got to catch up. You like Tannehill. You're a big Tannehill guy. I am a big Tannehill guy. Not really. Yeah. I'm going with ca- him? I'm going to catch up with the Titans. You're going with the Titans? Yes, I am. There you go. <laughs> I, feel like, oh. I feel like it's poker, and you know that I have nothing, and I'm bluffing, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm like Mikey McDermott around this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just screwing up. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Lions at Raiders, 4 o'clock. This is a tough game now, right, dude? Either one here. I'm going to go... Um. I'm going to go with the Raiders at home. I'm going Lions on the road. Oh, we got a lot of different, man. You can make up some ground this week, man. Yes, or fall further behind. Buccaneers <laughs> at Negative Seahawks, guy. another four. Negative guy. I know. A little bit. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, and they just picked up, uh, what's his name? The receiver from the Patriots. Josh Gordon? Yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Uh, Packers at Chargers. Packers. Oh, yeah, not even, not even yeah. close. Aaron Rodgers yeah. looks great, man. Packers. It looks ridiculous. Three more. Browns at Broncos. Ooh, barn burner. Browns. Yeah, me too. I can't go with the Broncos. We're still three different. Ooh, good game. Eight o'clock Sunday night. Patriots mm. at Ravens. 
Uh, Ravens get the uh, knock the Patriots. Give the Patriots their first loss. Chris, Baltimore. you are you are going against Yoda. I can't believe hey, he loses once in a while. He loses. I'm going Patriots. Oh no! Now you're trying to make up the Belichick. I'm, this, I'm rubbing this one in your now face. You're trying to make up to everybody. I I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna rub this one in your face after they win the Patriots. I'll be like, yeah, I, I, I have faith in Belichick. Maybe Chris doesn't, but I do. Who the hell hates Belichick? <laughs> Not me. All right, most, most important game of the week. Monday night, 8-15, Cowboys at the New York Football Giants at StubHub Stadium, known as MetLife. Okay, you want to go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't bring myself to say it. I'm going Giants, man. I, I, I don't, I don't care. Call me an idiot. Call me a buffoon. I'm going with the New York Giants. Leonard, Leonard Williams is going to provide a spark. <laughs> I can't even believe what I'm saying. <laughs> They're going to win by three. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have to differ with you, though. No, why? <laughs> I think the Giants play a good first half. I think talent rises in the second half. Cowboys pull away a little bit. Fourth quarter. I like the Cowboys. Yeah, you should. But I'm going with the Giants. So I think we're five different there. So there anyway. you go. You can make it up right back. Right back in it after this week. I could, I could be, or I could just fall into oblivion. Oh, you might be throwing a towel in? Is it? No. 100%. Uh, anything else, buddy? No, no, that's it, man. That's right. it. Nice job for a Friday night, man. Um, all right, everybody, if you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Uh, go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app. Um, and that's that, buddy. Anything else? Hey, yeah, just one quick. I am now in Jersey three years, Yeah. and I just got my fourth tornado warning last night could you Dude, tell me what the hell's going i gotta go back to new york well i woke up this morning i woke up this morning and it said uh tornado in effect till 12 30 a.m seek yeah. shelter i'm like well thank well, god i didn't die well there you go bud because i i saw that about three in the morning myself on my phone and i saw it if, yeah i saw it at five o'clock when my dog came to wake me up yeah. i'm like oh that's I'm, cool i'm glad i didn't wake up like 600 yards away from my bedroom <laughs> yeah that's hilarious <laughs> it's, it's crazy out here in jersey it's tornado warnings left and right what the hell's going on out here Dude, the first thing I would run for after my family is the is the uh, the Giants memorabilia. I would I would just try and hang on to as much as I could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean I I couldn't imagine losing that in a storm. I mean after my uh, family, obviously. Yeah, no. Listen, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, except for the Bel the Belichick stuff, you would let fly through the wind, right? The Belichick stuff could go absolutely. And you know how how upset you make me when you talk talking crap about Belichick. I don't, that you talk don't like him. I, I just root against the Patriots. I know. I know. Too rooting many, against Belichick, dude. I know too many Boston people. That's rooting against Belichick. Well, I. I but if he's pissed off yeah, enough, listen, he'll come listen home. Listen to him stumble. If he's pissed off enough, we'll yeah, come home. Yeah, nice, nice, nice logic. <clears throat> All right, everybody, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody.